This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. There's nothing like being in your body and being so connected to every cell, every molecule, breathing so that your mind and your body are completely connected and there's no part of you that's kind of stuck ruminating in the past or going through anxious fantasies of the future. You're just completely in the present moment. Welcome to the first episode of The Tonic. I'm your host, Jamie Busson. And we're here to talk about your health and wellness-related issues. On today's show, we're going to discuss why you might want to try chlorophyll. What is it? What's it for? Whether yoga and marijuana mix, what are the pros and what are the cons? And lastly, the concept of mindfulness. What does it mean and how do we attain it? But first, a little business. Welcome to our sponsor, Purely Natural. This family-owned Canadian company of fourth-generation master herbalists has been in business for over 100 years. I've had the pleasure of working with Purely Natural for the last 10 years through my business, Tonic Magazine. The company is also one of the original sponsors for the OMTO Yoga Festival. Purely Natural's products are certified GMP, kosher, and organic, and I'm proud to say that I use Purely Natural products myself. Their general manager, Joel Thuna, is a master herbalist. He strives to improve the quality and natural products on the market and passes along his knowledge of herbal remedies through lectures and articles. He's been writing our preventative medicine column in Tonic Magazine for over seven years. He's a knowledgeable, accessible, common-sense writer. Joel, welcome. Thanks for coming on this afternoon. Much appreciated. Joel, when we discussed having you on the show, I thought we were going to talk about your article in the November issue of Tonic, and that's about preventing diabetes and and prediabetes through lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. But then you told me you wanted to discuss chlorophyll, and I warned you that when I think about chlorophyll, (laughs) I get the same visceral reaction that I have when I think about doing burpees or pull-ups during my weekly workouts. (laughs) So, you know, like, ah. So when I think of chlorophyll, I think of, like, uh, you know, what's the taste going to be and, and will it stain my teeth? So, Mr. Thuna, sell me on it. What is chlorophyll? I accept your challenge. The easiest way to think about chlorophyll is, is that chlorophyll is the very, very basic part of every green plant. Think of it as the nutrition that you pull out of every plant that's common to every plant. The beautiful part about it is it's a concentrated liquid that you mix into water, juice, coffee, your smoothie, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can get the benefit of plants and their nutrition without actually having the plant. So you don't have to sit down and have 20 cups of broccoli. You can just take it, the concentrated version, pop it into your drink and enjoy it. Why do we need it? Will it give me the strength of 10 men or the libido of 11? Answer carefully. My wife is listening to this. (laughs) Unfortunately, it won't do that. But what it will do is it gives you, as I said, the nutrition from plants in a concentrated form. You get tons of minerals. You get tons of antioxidants because chlorophyll itself is a pigment, but it is an antioxidant, a concentrated antioxidant. And what it does is it does give energy, sustained energy. Now, 
Yes, it will stain your teeth temporarily, but much like when you have a really amazing curry, your teeth turn yellow for a little bit while you're enjoying the meal, and afterwards it's over, exact same thing. While you're drinking the chlorophyll, it will have a little staining effect, but it fades rather quickly. Okay, well that's all right. So when when you you're speaking from experience when you take chlorophyll. Yes. So so what does it do for you? Well, what it does for me is it gives me energy and vitality and endurance. For me personally, the, the easiest way I can explain is what happened to me this past summer. My family decided that this year we were going to do the Ride for Heart in Good downtown Toronto. Good for you. Now, unlike unlike you, I'm not the most physically active person on the planet and to be quite frank about it, over the past two years, my family as a whole, my son, my wife, and I probably did about two hours of bike riding total. So we decided we were going to do this, show my son the, the value of charity, and have a good time in the summer together. That's awesome. So what we did is we did a couple practice runs, ha- had some fun. And for the bike ride itself, I filled my nice big water bottle with chlorophyll and set out to do it. We get off the bus, go... To the station, is like, oh, my Lord, it's cold. It's wet. This is going to be a miserable day. And it was. It was nasty. It was, uh, I think, about 10 degrees, very windy, cold. A lot of people just were, it was a miserable event in that way, weather-wise, but it was a lot of fun. Right. So what we did is you could see about three-quarters of the way through, people were struggling. They were, they were trying to get going. It was tiring. It was agonizing. Us, we were having a blast. We had energy, we had vitality, we were moving through it. We got to the end, we were smiling, we were laughing. It was one of the best experiences we've had as a family, period. Fantastic. And, and so you, you had chlorophyll with you that day? Chlorophyll's the only thing I drank. Thank it was it. That was it? You, didn't, you weren't taking energy drinks? Or? Nope. Nothing else, no food. I had chlorophyll up until we finished the race. Wow, that's impressive. So if somebody were to take chlorophyll, are there any contraindications or are there people that, for whom taking chlorophyll might be a problem? There's, there's no problems at all. As, as I said, I do it all the time. My wife, my son, who is, he started taking it when I believe he was around three or four. We all do it. We have people doing it from uh, young children all the way up to uh, senior citizens, everyone who takes it loves it. One of the biggest advantages to it is it adapts to you. You could take, for example, the unflavored, mix it in anything, and you won't taste it. The taste of whatever you're, you're drinking will come through. Uh, one of so, my n- so give me an example. Like what, what would you mix it with? Perfect. Well, one of my nephews, his favorite trick was he would actually take his chlorophyll, mix it into orange juice, take it to school with him when he was in high school. And he loved it because everyone thought he was insane drinking this dark green stuff. And as he's doing it, it tastes like orange juice. He couldn't tell the difference. And he got all of his friends hooked after a while because they all thought it was the coolest thing also. For sure. Uh, The other thing is if you don't like that and you're trying to enhance the taste of stuff, you could take, we have one that's a mint that is very refreshing and cool, and we also have a dark chocolate, so it tastes a little bit decadent, but at the same time, all of them have no calories and no sugar. Wow, that's fantastic. So I'm, I'm glad we did get a chance to speak about chlorophyll today, because it sounds Thank you. like really something that everybody should be taking, but uh, you have to promise me that the next time you come back on the show uh, in December, that we're going to discuss diabetes prevention, because I know you know you have a personal journey that you want to share, and, and certainly my background, 
uh, having lost a lot of weight uh, 10 years ago, it, it's a similar story, but I think it's compelling. So you've got to promise me you're going to come back and we're going to discuss that next time, right? Definitely. It's very near and dear to my heart. Perfect. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about yoga and marijuana. <laughs> Thanks again, Joel. Thank you. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Purica. Purica wants you to turn its protein into your power. A blend of the finest vegan protein and the antioxidant powerhouse that is the pure chaga mushrooms. Purica Power features ingredients and enzymes designed to optimize digestion and absorption. Unlike many protein powders, Purica Power tastes great with water and mixes easily. It's available in chocolate, vanilla, and natural unflavored. From the Purica family to yours, Purica Power is a new way to make the most of every day. It's all part of the Purica commitment to making a positive difference in the lifestyle of its customers. Ask your favorite health food store for Purica Power Vegan Protein or visit Purica.com. Purica. Nature. Science. You. I'd also like to thank the Benvenuto Group. The Benvenuto Group is an owner and developer of quality high-rise condominium and rental properties in Toronto and Montreal. The Benvenuto team is passionate about delivering quality living spaces, top lifestyle amenities, important services, and innovative design tailored specifically to its residents in every particular submarket. The Benvenuto Group seeks out the finest urban neighborhoods and designs projects to allow its residents to enjoy the benefits of both their property and the exceptional locations that they become a part of. The team surrounds itself with leading professionals and consultants and pushes them to conceive great places to live, to work, and to play. The Benvenuto Group is currently designing several new projects in Toronto, Montreal, and Chicago that will not only become exceptional places to live as an owner or as a renter, but that will deliver some of the highest levels of sustainability, energy efficiency, and comfort, and will set the standard for informed residents. For more information, please visit thebenvenuto.com. This is The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. One of my favorite people in the world is local yogi Tracy Sagrati. Tracy has a post-secondary education in biology, molecular biology, nursing, acute care, public health education, and Swedish and Thai massage. She leads classes and teaches other yogis how to teach yin yoga. She also helps me coordinate programming and always teaches the last class at our annual Omtio Yoga Festival. So Tracy, soon marijuana will be legal in Canada. More people will be using it and using it to enhance their activities, their enjoyment of food and the arts, socializing, sex, and even exercise. One activity that has long had a connection to marijuana use is yoga, and Tracy has written about it in the January issue of Tonic. So welcome to the Tonic. My first question is, is it okay to practice yoga high? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, hi, Jamie. I'm so happy to be doing this with you today. My pleasure. Um, okay, so... There are several camps in terms of the yoga community and practicing while high. On one side of things, there are the yoga purists or traditionalists who would say that the purpose of yoga is to completely purify your body. Uh, so therefore, smoking anything or ingesting anything that changes uh, what's happening chemically in your body would be considered toxic. So that's one camp. There's a whole other camp in yoga that is supported historically where people have used either marijuana or hashish 
as a way to really enhance their spiritual experience. So, you know, I think it really comes down to people's personal preference. On a personal note myself, just to out myself on public radio. Good for you. Go for it. (laughs) Hopefully my father-in-law is not listening. I would say that I actually have practiced yoga while high. And to be honest, it was... Uh, the first time I did it and, and when I've subsequently practiced high, it's been one of the most ecstatic experiences of my life. Uh, there's nothing like being in your body and being so connected to every cell, every molecule, breathing so that your mind and your body are completely connected. And there's no part of you that's kind of stuck ruminating in the past or stuck anticipating, you know, going through anxious fantasies of the future. You're just completely in the present moment. And, you know, if you come to a yoga class, a little bit anxious or if your body's a little sore having the opportunity to really connect to the present like that is invaluable so you know from personal experience i think i think it's great my concern you mm-hmm. know when i practice yoga you know at the very end you lie in shavasana mm-hmm. and that's when all my paranoid thoughts come out mm-hmm. and, I can, and i can't ground myself <laughs> and i can't sit still and i'm thinking to myself and i guess i'm gonna out myself here too yeah you know, if I start getting paranoid in Shavasana, it's going to get pretty ugly. Uh, yeah. Are there are there any downsides to the practice of yoga with marijuana? Yeah. Okay. This is a great question. So, in terms of in terms of marijuana, there are sort of two main active ingredients. There's THC and there's uh, CBD. And the THC part of things is responsible for the psychoactive effects. And with any good medicinal drug, right, the key is to get the perfect dose so you get all of the benefits with as few side effects as possible. And the paranoia that you're talking about, I mean, I think you're talking about your own paranoia, but yes, the, paranoia, the paranoia that happens as a result of using marijuana comes from, from using a strain where there's either really high levels of THC or just the dose that you're taking has exposed you to too much THC, right? So then and rather than experiencing the benefits, uh, which maybe we'll talk about in a moment, you're getting more of the negative effects of the drug. So, you know, for someone like you in particular, I would say that it would be really dose dependent. And the great thing is because we're, you know, we're on the eve of legalization in Canada, you're going to be able to go into a store and buy a drug and be really aware of how much THC is in it, right? Is it a high THC strain or is it a low THC strain? So if you wanted to try it in a yoga class, you would get a low THC strain. And maybe that other ingredient that I was talking about, which was CBD, you would get it with low THC, high CBD. And the CBD, what it does is it's anti-anxiety, right? So that's perfect for you. It doesn't have psychoactive effects, but it's also anti-inflammatory as well. So you're going to feel really good in your body. Okay. So... We talked about the the problems of the mm-hmm. practice, and you touched upon how, for you, as a in a personal experience, mm-hmm. it's been great. Maybe yeah. we could explore the benefits a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, there are these, these two active chemicals. And, you know, for people who perhaps wouldn't be able to access yoga because they're, they're in pain in their body or they have anxiety related to the pain in their body or they're going through some kind of disease process where they're nauseated or like literally uncomfortable in their skin, using marijuana, particularly with the, the high CBD strain, is going to allow them to come to a class and have a remarkable experience. Like they're just going to enjoy being in their skin. And for someone who isn't comfortable, I mean, that's going to be like a miracle, right? And on the other side of things, THC, it activates the pleasure centers of the brain. 
And part of what yoga is made for is to really create a space where you're integrating wholly who you are as a human being. And by activating the pleasure centers, you have this opportunity to be with yourself in a way that is supported through those centers of the brain, right? So you're feeling contentment, happiness, uh, your sensory, you're connected to all of your sensory experience and you're completely in the present moment. So from that perspective, it could also allow you to be more creative. Fantastic. Tracy, thank you for coming in today. For those of you who want to read Tracy's article, please visit tonictoronto.com and do the search for Tracy Sagrati. She's written many articles for us and they're all terrific. And for more information about Tracy, please visit tracysagrati.com. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the concept of mindfulness on The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. I'd like to give a shout out to another sponsor, WeVibe, creators of the Couples Vibrator. WeVibe designs premium products that work with your body to enhance pleasure and intimacy for couples. Their line of vibrators is one of the most recognized and respected. With a team of world-class designers working closely with experts in sexuality, health and wellness, WeVibe continues to set new industry standards for designing intimate products that work beautifully in sync with the human body. Want to infuse more passion and connect with your partner in exciting new ways? Go to WeVibe.com. Hi, I'm Jamie Busson, and I'm the publisher of Tonic Magazine and the host of The Tonic. I just wanted to remind you that The Tonic Talk Show is brought to you by Tonic Magazine. Tonic is a health and wellness publication that I've been putting out for over 10 years. We're available free on racks at over 200 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to home subscribers in 11 choice neighborhoods, all in Toronto. You can learn more about the magazine by visiting our website, www.tonictoronto.com. And if you ever miss an episode of The Tonic, you can also hear it there. You're listening to The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Our next guest is Sari Nisker-Fox. She's an entrepreneur, yoga teacher, mentor, wellness consultant, and holistic life coach. Sari has lived and breathed in the fitness and yoga space in New York City and Toronto for over 15 years as a practitioner, teacher, and studio owner. As a yoga teacher and coach, Sari is the founder of Indira Wellness, bringing wellness in every sense of the word into the corporate world. Welcome to The Tonic, Sari. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. You know, you and I were chatting the other day, and we were talking about those words and phrases that get used and used and used in the health and wellness industry to the point where they don't even have any meaning. And then sometimes those words, you know, they're used for marketing purposes in a way that undermines the intent or gravitas of the original thought. Right. I think a prime example of this is the word mindfulness. I think if you ask the average person, they'd have difficulty defining mindfulness and the meanings become so watered down, you know? For sure. So, you know, does, does it mean looking both ways before you cross the street? What does mindfulness mean and, and what does it mean to you? Well, you know, like any of these real esoteric concepts, um, it means different things to different people. Um, of course. To me, and, you know, I believe that it's a real process, but to me... Mindfulness is being and showing up in the world in a way that is conscious, that is thoughtful, that is considerate. Um, Being mindful 
in the way I conduct myself in the world in in the world needs to be for me um, and I guess I aspire to do this um, is to be purposeful and intentional with whatever it is I'm doing and saying and acting and feeling. So when you say it's a process, are, are you working towards that sort of intent and consciousness being almost unconscious so that it becomes natural? Or, or is it a constant process of being uh, mindful, of thinking about what you're doing and saying? Well, I think that it starts with, you know, looking at whatever it is I'm doing and thinking about how it is that I that I want to be. How do I want to express myself in the world? And, you know, we are human and we have these real ingrained patterns. And I guess you can also call it being on automatic, right, on autopilot, where we have these, you know, ways of being in the world. Um, and being mindful is a way to almost interrupt that and say, you know what, um, when I acted like that or, you know, I proceeded like that and, you know, maybe it didn't have the result that I really wanted, but, you know, what I really want is something different. So, you know, this is how I'm going to intend to act and it may, you know, roll out like that, it may, but it may not. And I think that's why people call it a practice because we practice every day, hopefully showing up like we want to. So, you know, if I were to paraphrase, okay. it's it's that you think about what you're doing and saying, really. I mean, it, it's sort of in the, both in the moment and both uh, in forethought and, and in retrospect. Absolutely. And, you know, a perfect example is, uh, you know, I am a parent of two young children. And I think about how I want to... Um, you know, be an example to them. Um, sure. And, you know, and that doesn't mean, you know, not losing it and not, you know, getting angry, but it also means, you know, I want to think about how do I want to handle conflict in front of them and be and with them? How do I want to, um, how do I want to show them how to be resilient and um, resolve things for themselves? And for me, being mindful about that is important. So when I am in those moments, you know, and we're live and things are happening, I am able to be resourceful. I am able to call upon, okay, what was my greater intention? You know, what is my long-term vision? How do I want these girls to be in the world? Yeah, you know, I, I am... am Hearing what you're saying, I'm thinking, you know, you should really consider marketing a course in, in <laughs> mindfulness and driving in Toronto traffic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I am notoriously short-tempered and an aggressive driver. And right. I'm thinking to myself, you know, this mindfulness idea mm -hmm. might work as I'm driving on my way downtown to the studio. So it might. It might. <laughs> it might. Uh, so how do you become more mindful? Well, I think it, you know, starts with this real desire and this knowing that you want to be different. You want to create a little bit of change in your life. I think that if you want to become more mindful, you need to pause and arrest the reactivity, the reactivity to what's happening in your life and decide ahead of time prior to how you really want to proceed and how you want to be. So if it's, you know, sitting in Toronto traffic and um, not being one of those um, drivers that uh, where you get excited and, uh, and, you know, swear and yell, it's, you know, finding a reason, finding a greater purpose to the, 
you know, why you're sitting in traffic. You know, maybe. Oh, um, I can tell you why I'm sitting in traffic. <laughs> I know very well I'm sitting in traffic. You took the wrong route. Well, it's, you know, maybe it's about being patient. Maybe it's about taking the moment to breathe. Maybe it's about relaxing in your body. Maybe you haven't even asked yourself how you're feeling today. Maybe it's, you know, thinking about things that are meaningful to you. So you don't have to, to meditate to be mindful. You can find it in, in everyday life. Is that true? Well, you can find it in everyday life. You can find it while you're washing the dishes. You can find it while you're taking a walk in the park. But moments where you have the opportunity to slow down and perhaps get a little still and quiet in your mind is a way to really, you know, let whatever needs to arise come up. And that's when you can really make a different choice. Well, that's fantastic. We're going to have to have you back soon so you can explain how mindfulness connects with meditation and how we can develop that practice. So thank you for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening to The Tonic. You can download this episode as a podcast on zoomerradio.ca and tonictoronto.com. For articles written by today's guests, Joel Thuna, Tracy Sograti, and Sari Nisker-Fox, be sure to pick up your copy of Tonic Magazine. Tonic is available free on racks at over 200 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to home subscribers in 11 choice neighborhoods in Toronto. Or you can visit our website at www.tonictoronto.com. Please join us next week on The Tonic when we'll discuss kickstarting passion and long term relationships, being a tourist in our own amazing city of Toronto, and the best oatmeal recipes in this year's top cookbooks. Thanks for listening. This has been The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.